Welcome, everyone, to our next episode of Cat's Chat Pod. Mark, it was so weird. I heard you coughing there. I was like, wait. Oh, but you had already hit your mic unmuted during that intro. Yeah, that's it my bad on that. Threw me off a little bit. I was like, what just happened there? I'm sorry. I don't know about you guys, but when that intro comes on, I get pumped. Yeah, that's, I was, uh, I was probably dancing a little bit. Uh, Eddie, Eddie did us good with that one. I like it. Absolutely. And we got a little bit of surprise for y'all at the end, so please stay tuned because we, we got an outro now. and. I think it's just as good as the intro. So please stay around. Uh, we got a loaded episode today. We are going to try our best. Now I'm emphasizing that as much as I can. We're going to try our best to see if we can actually take some phone calls in. What we're going to be using is basically uh, the Google Voice, I think it is. And I've got my wife set up on another computer where she should be able to enter you guys in once that you leave your, you'll, we'll give you the phone number, you'll leave your name and we'll have to accept it. It'll take a few seconds before we can get you into it. But we want to hear your uh, woes, what's going on with Kentucky basketball, even with the uh, Big Blue Madness, some um, pro day that we got to see, the football, what's going on. We want to hear from you guys and let's have some interaction. Johnny, thank you as always joining the show. It's so wonderful to always have you tune in and leave a comment because we love the comments. It makes us know people are actually out there. Yes, sir. But before we get started, Mark, how you been doing? Man, it's been it's been a crazy day. You know, I took a personal day today and got to go do something I rarely get to do. Uh, went with Macy to the, the pumpkin patch. We had a big day uh, running around. I feel like I walked about four miles back and forth to the same things over and over and over. But, I mean, it was good to get to do that because a lot of times I have to miss out on stuff like that because I'm always DJing right. or have something going on. So um, it was it was really, really a good day. And then I was almost late to the podcast because I had to go pick her up. I'd let her go home with her friends. So uh, it's it's been an exciting day. <laughs> understand and of course jared i'm so glad you're already in the comments and uh yes we want your opinion just maybe pg-13 for us please uh you know mark just said the pumpkin patch i was with my children his children there too or his child was there too guess what wasn't there ellie de la cruz card that's supposed to be coming to me but that's okay it's still at his house week five but you know what's best is that that joey Votto uh green card that you gave to me that i think it was number to 50 maybe I got that in the mail, and I'm very, very well appreciative of that. Well, that was nice. So, with that being said, guys, we'll go ahead and jump into one of our special guests that we have here, very local here. I talk with this dad pretty much, I'll say, every other day at work, and we don't know if he knows where he's at or not. He Sometimes he's lost, but, you know, we're thankful for the conversation that Tony brings us in. Mark, you know him more better than I do, your introduction and everything. Let's hear from you. Uh, this is an awesome young man. He goes to Harlan County High School, but he is the pro junior winner of the 2023 Pure Insurance Championship at Pebble Beach, Mr. Braden Castellari. Welcome into the show. Well, maybe. There, there he comes. Maybe. Yeah, there we uh -oh. go. Right. There we go. There awesome. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How about y'all? Pretty good. How's it feel to have that title there, the, the Pro Junior Champion? It feels awesome. I went out there not thinking, you know, I'd come out with a win, but of course I came back with it. And so at the, it feels the awesome. end of each each day, as you're looking at that leaderboard, did you start thinking, well, I'm still hanging around? I'm still hanging around. 
Well, here's the thing. I didn't look at the leaderboard the last day because they have the leaderboards out on the course. And I didn't look at a single one, but I got to 18 and looked up, and I wasn't tied for first. And I was just first by myself, so, you know. So, and, wait a second. Let's build this up a little bit because old dad here, uh, only thing I know about golf is there's a putt-putt version of it, okay? So – what exactly goes on at this tournament for you? Because, you know, it's youth paired with senior. And, you know, like, yeah. so I want to get back to what you're saying here about the 18th hole because that's hilariously crazy. So day one, what goes on? Well, day one, we played a different course. We played at Spyglass Hills. So we show up and you you have free breakfast. They gave us free breakfast. And then the we have – yeah, it is – so then after that we have shuttles take us to spyglass hills because it's it's not on it's not real close to pebble beach it's it's about 10 minute drive we go out there and we warmed up and then when tea time came we teed off on the first hole okay so like the other one is it kind of more or less like okay we're, we can assess these players a little bit now we can see who we can pair them up to yeah well because go ahead so we got we went to a parents party on Thursday night mm-hmm. and that's that's where we got paired with our pro and we got to play with our pro the whole week. We didn't get changed up or nothing. But the last day where I made the cut, I played with another junior, but Friday and Saturday I didn't because it was me, my pro and two amateurs. And then Sunday was the amateurs got to watch. They didn't get to play, and I played with another junior at another pro. Okay. Jared just commented. He said, outside of Augusta National, Pebble Beach is probably the most well-known course, and to play it in itself is an amazing opportunity. It so, was amazing out there. I mean, what – I just – man, I got to think, like, you had never flown before, had you? No, it was first time flying. And, and you fly out to California, like – and to go out there on that kind of stage and do what you did, man, that that in and of itself is just kind of amazing. I I was like, I noticed your mom was posting stuff about every day about, oh, you know, this is the lead and this is the leaderboard. And yeah. so we was all rooting for you from back home, but I was like, I ain't even going to yeah. message him. I Jason. didn't know what was going on on Facebook because <laughs> I didn't look at any social media the whole and time. And that's probably good, actually. It's probably totally for your dad saying, hey, one of my mom's friends, one of my mom's friends deals. sent a message to her and said, you need to go delete Braden's Facebook because he's blowing his phone up. <laughs> Distracting. So, oh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, tell us a little more about the pro or the senior. You know, How does that go? Who was your partner and like how is it scored? Because your dad, again, in our talks that we have at work, I want to say he said Basically, they're there to kind of play second fiddle. Like, you know, if, if there's a bad shot, you can play his yeah. shot. Kind of like the scramble. And he even bragged about how many times that you didn't have to use your pro, basically. So let us all know, because let's be honest, here in Kentucky, especially Harlan County, golf is not known well as far as the ins and outs. One thing I do know, Mark, did you know this, that like the professionals, they have to walk the whole course. They don't get a cart. Like, who wants I, to do that? In my junior tournaments, I have to. Forget that. Like I have to walk everything I play. See, I'm playing a hole one, and I'm done. Forget that. I'll just keep playing it. Put two holes on both sides, back and forth. My pro was Brian Gay. Um, 
and it's scored by it's called four ball. So like you play your ball out through the ho ho, and whoever has the best score, that's what you take. And we shot twenty one under, and he shot. seven under for the tournament, 10 under or something like that. So I contributed 14 shots. It was like something around that 14 okay. shots that I made to help us. That you did better than the pro. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. <laughs> he said, yes. So, so how was it being paired with the pro? Did he like, did he give you a lot of tips, a lot of pointers? He did. Yeah, he did. Um, his caddy helped me a lot too. Just kind of staying calm caddy? and focused. But who was your caddy? I didn't have a caddy. Oh man, so you had I to carry could. it too? Yeah, I had to carry my bag. So you didn't have the guy who's supposed to keep you from doing anything dumb, Mark. I know you get that reference. You yeah. Know. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Where was you on that one? Yeah. So okay. <laughs> so day one, you, you you meet a pro player. You're playing on there. You're beating him on each hole basically there for a while or back and forth and you beat him more than than not um day one's over so what happens after day one like you know you you go rest like how do they even like say where what your tea time is where you start from because they kind of divide that up in the course right like did you play a full 18 holes the first day yes the full 18 holes seat so we split it up so some people played at spyglass some people played at pebble on friday Mm-hmm. So whoever played at Spyglass played at Pebble Saturday. Whoever played at Pebble played at Spyglass Saturday. Okay. So that's how they split that up. And it was co- sort of the same tee times. I mean, they was close to each other. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, after after day one, I, I went and practiced. Okay. I didn't just go. I didn't just go lay down. But I went and practiced and then went and got something to eat and just rested. So, so after the practice, like, did you think, hey, you know, I played well, I've got a chance here, or like, ah, oh, that was okay, let me get some practice swings in well, and get focused back in? After day one, <laughs> I had a good feeling because we we shot eight under, and I made seven birdies that day. Okay. Mark, that's one but under par, I, so you know. I know what that is. I got that. Some – some of the holes we birdied the same hole, so you know it didn't really matter. Right. But I contributed some to help us. But then day two, kind of the same deal. Just went ate breakfast, and then which you didn't have to have a shuttle because Pebble was just right where we ate breakfast at, mm-hmm. and played eighteen more. Okay. So, so how long does it take to play a full 18 holes when you're in a competition like this? Because I know there's an order to it, and you have a tee time, and you have to wait certain times. Like, how long does it take to play a full 18 holes like that? Well, in the USGA rules, is four and a half hours. But there, it was about five and a half Ooh. because they they really took their time. And that's what I took from them is to really start taking my time. And it was about five and a half hours. It was long. It was a long day, hard work. Okay. So let's fast forward because I want to get to when you actually, what you were alluding to earlier about the 18th hole. 
and you look up and you're, you're the only one up there. You're not tied. Yeah. What was your first thought? Like, oh, wow. Well, there were still people on the course. So, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I won because there were still people on – had three holes left, two holes left that could – you know, that you could birdie. Right. Because they was just right there with me. I mean, one stroke. But it, I went up, turned my scorecard in, and, well – the pro kept our scorecard. We went up there, I signed it and stuff. And we came back down, was kind of just chilling and looking at the scoreboard. And um, they finally all came in and I won. I mean, that's as excited as you got there. Come on. Man. Like, I mean, what, no, I got what, pretty excited. I was, I was pumped up. Come on. What, what'd your dad yeah. say? That's what I, how, how'd your dad react? Well, I don't know how he reacted. All these trips paid off. Him. I had no clue where he was. <laughs> I think I think he was just like so happy that he he took off somewhere, so yeah. he could yell and not be like uh, in the middle yeah. of everything. Probably yeah. so. I can see that. That's my boy. He did that. <laughs> okay, so tournament's over. Of course, my wife uh, put in here. She, uh, I don't know if you've seen the comment I brought. Up. She said so. Basically, you're playing against the pro, and then they're also there to kind of coach you as well. It's not so much that you're against it. It's almost, you know, head yeah, to head in a way. But me and my pros on a team. Yeah, okay. it's pairs. It's yeah. So like, we're paired up, and then how many other kids we had? I don't even know how many there was, but they're paired. They're paired up with a pro, and then the the top twelve boys, well, the top twelve teams made it to the last day. Top twelve, top twelve boys and top twelve girls. Okay. So here must be Mama coming in. Let's do it. So they actually pulled Tony to, into a roped-off area away from everyone. Okay. So that's where Dad was. Yeah. So I had no clue. when you seen your family, how was that feeling? Wait, what is it now? When you actually seen your family and knew that you won, was able to celebrate. Like, how was that? What did you guys do? Where did where did Tony take you to eat? Because there had to be well, a celebration. Longhorns or something. We, I won, and I finally found him at, at the award ceremony. He was standing in front of me, videoing, <laughs> and we ended up going to a pretty good pizza place. A pizza I was place. Feeling, I was feeling pizza. Okay. Because we was just trying to grab something quick because our flight was at five o'clock in the morning. We ended up missing that, you know. Gotcha. But that's just an extra day in California. Oh, oh yeah. Man. It was uh, – I, I remember the whole thing about missing – you missing the flight because they had planned for this big coming home celebration for you. Yeah. And then they had to bump it up a day because you guys missed yeah. your flight. So yeah. Your when mom – I'll tell I you what. Here. Your mom, I've never seen somebody as proud as your mom, son. She was, yeah. she was on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when I got here, I didn't I didn't know about the parade until right before I got on the mountain, and then I came across and I got in Brandon Watts State Police car, oh, rode rode down the rest of the mountain, and then we had our little parade and went to Mexican. Well, we went to the golf course and signed the thing for Braden Castleary Day. 
<laughs> and then we went to Mexican, and of course, I had to go to school the next day. Yeah, of that's course. kind of a bummer, right? School. You know, it, it actually wasn't because I had kind of a good time at school that day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Walk always, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Plus, well, it was Braden Castleary Day. I I went to school on Braden Castleary Day. Oh man, that's that should be like an automatic skip. But I guess you want to be there to see it, though. You know. So yeah. All right. Uh, Johnny's got a big quote or a big comment in here. We'll kind of highlight a little bit. He's asking some of these uh, food questions that we usually ask. We'll get to it in our fourth quarter stuff. There, Johnny. I'll try to bring some of those up. But one thing he says, what's your uh, aspects of golf? What's uh, what's kind of your goal in golfing career moving forward from here? My goal is, um, of course, I want to play in the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. But kind of my shorter term goal is I want to be – I want to play D1 golf. And okay. my top school, my top schools right now are UK and Tennessee. Uh, well, there's a blue that's, you know, an end zone behind our pitcher here that's, you know, it's a pretty good school. So, I, I mean, just saying that. Because, yeah. you know, uh, what, go ahead. Keep going. I've been to a, I've been to a Tennessee camp, and um, their facility was humongous. I mean, it was huge. And that's what I like. That's what I like because everything was just right there, and I wouldn't get bored of practicing. Right. But now the the difference between UK's and Tennessee's UK's is smaller, but it had I mean it has everything I need, but it's kind of spread it out far apart. You know, gotcha. like the putting greens right there, but the chipping greens straight across the driving range. Which I mean, it ain't no big deal. I mean, just ride a cart out there, but at Tennessee can't at the Tennessee facility, it was just like driving range here putting green over here chipping green over here and then they had an indoor hitting bay so i mean okay well, i mean you you've grown up playing up there at lynch country club right so, i did yeah <laughs> you so, used to moving around a little bit if let's just say an outing okay just hypothetically here okay let's just say your whole family goes to top golf you know for a fun event yeah. do you go there and actually have fun or you like there's dad mom back there is like man that's a bad shot like yeah Come on now. Well, you got to do better than that on this one. There, there's been days I've actually went to Top Golf to practice. Okay, but most of the time <laughs> I'm just out there goofing around, having fun. Okay. Paid model for Trailer Park Golf Club. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> so. What is your biggest like wow moment during all this? Because I mean, Pebble Beach, period. Winning yeah. first, period. Again, that's so. Uh, your own day. What's maybe a celebrity that you got to see, or a famous person? You know, like, oh my goodness, I'm shaking this person's hand. Well, they really. I didn't meet no celebrities out there. Okay. I mean, they was probably there, but I just didn't really get to meet them. Um, but the biggest moment was the view when I got there. Okay. Awesome. I mean, it was awesome. They it's right on the coast, right? Yeah. When I yeah. played my practice round, um, we was just going through there and just literally taking a picture of every hole <laughs> to keep it in our memories. But uh-huh. when we got to, you know, everybody talks about hole seven there, the par three. But when we got to 18, it took us about 15 minutes to tee off because we was just sitting there looking at the view. Really? 
That's yeah. pretty cool. Closest I'm ever going to get anything like that is probably like not Pebble Beach, but Pebble Beach, and it's actually at Martin's Fork because all the rocks that are on the beach. Well, actually, this is called Pebble Beach. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said Pebble Beach, but yeah, Pebble <laughs> Beach is the closest I'm going to get. Is I was like, this is Pebble there. Beach. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so how has this excelled your future career as being a golfer, a professional golfer here? Uh, you got some connections, some networking, like, you know, is there, hey, you want this? Like, we need you to come here. Anything with that? Like, Well, not really, but, or not. like, the amateurs, they they have they do a lot of stuff. Like, you know, they're rich. You know, they pay a lot of money to get in those tournaments. So I got both of my amateurs' phone numbers, and they're kind of, you know, talking to me back and forth, and we're talking back and forth about things. Like, one of them said he's from out in San Francisco Country Club or something. And he said, anytime you want to fly out there, you I mean, I can get you on it easy. And then, so it's kind of that just little stuff that'll help me having those amateurs to, you know, talk me like through all this. And oh, yeah. Colleges awesome. and stuff like that. So tell me a little bit about the first T program. Cause that's, that's what, like, this was the 20th year. I'm pretty sure for this championship um, uh, out here at Pebble beach. And I know it's sponsored, like, through First Tee. Tell me a little bit about First Tee. Well, First Tee is like a life skills golf program. And basically, you just go out there and kind of have different drills during golf. But you also have, like, a section of the time, like, during life skills. Like, I mean, there's just kind of, like, sportsmanship and stuff like that you know teaching you that stuff yeah. about golf it's just mm -hmm. first is really not just golf it's just teaching you all the like life skills sportsmanship just you know being a good person now if i'm not mistaken the local chapter here is that at pine mountain pine mountain yes sir that's okay. what i thought okay so you i mean i don't think a lot of people realize how big this tournament was you had people from all over the country like i know new york LA. I mean, yeah, it's just anywhere I mean, in between. I'm pretty sure that that was a lot of people from California, but that was basically everybody from every state. And the old boy from Harlan County brought it home. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's got to be feel special. I mean, I know even I was just your algebra one teacher, and I'm like, heck yeah. You know, I was pumped for you because I mean, yeah. that's, that's a big accomplishment, man. Mm hmm. Now, next is what, Sleepy Hollow. What so is what? it? Next is, you know, getting Sleepy Hollow, right? That's your next plan? Yeah. <laughs> That's the cover level part. Um, Braden, uh, we, we've got 25 minutes already basically off of this. I know you've probably got some things you need to do. Uh, it's late for you on a school night. Like homework? But, uh, yeah. You know, so, yeah, I ain't homework. got no homework. <laughs> so what I usually try to do is like I call it a fourth quarter where we just kind of get to know you more personal and craziness. I'm ADHD and just hit you with some like quick questions where it's like one or two words answer or just as fast as possible. Okay. And then we'll wrap it up with you. Sound good? Yeah. First one. Bone in or boneless buffalo wings? Definitely bone in. 
nasty, so nasty. All right, Mark, go ahead with yours because I know it's the follow up. Do what? Oh, we'll ranch, or blue ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Thank goodness. All right, good. Uh, so one of the questions that Johnny's got on here, I'm going to ask you, uh, fries, let's see here, taters or French fries? Or tater tots or French fries? Cheeseburger or pizza? Pizza. Coke or Pepsi products? Coke. Ew. Coke's so nasty. Pepsi's totally. All right. Favorite superhero? Superman. Superman. Okay. Uh, let's see here. If you could do anything in the world other than play golf, what would it be? That's a hard one. Because <laughs> I just, that's all I do is play golf. I mean, you've I been playing probably. since you were, what, seven? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. That one, that one's a hard question because, you know, I ain't really thought about anything else. Okay. So, so we'll just say coach. Golf, I will yeah. say this about him, though. He's a very, oh, very good I can say that, yeah. Fine in anything he does. Gotcha. So. Not baseball, right? No. No, no. I've heard those talks before. Um, who's more supportive, mom or dad? You really mm. going to make him pick that? You put it, you just put me on the spot. I did, I did. Because let me tell you, your dad—he's he, vented some at, at advanced. Hey, he's spending some money. They're both real supportive to me. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, I would have to say both. Okay, it's fair. Good. They answer. support him in different ways. They both do. Well, I guess that did sound kind of weird of a way I've asked that. Which one's a more positive supporter? I guess because you know, your dad comes in and is like, man, well, he had tournament one. And all of a sudden, definitely, just, definitely my mom. Okay, okay, because he's like, you know, he had it one, and he just lost focus. Here I am taking him all the way up to uh, Indiana, and he just blows it. What am I supposed yeah. to do next? Like, <laughs> that's just a dad, man. They stay after you because they love you. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's definitely true. All right, so uh, you're picking UK, right? That's what we heard. We didn't hear orange. Okay, that's great. Yeah. So let me so, ask you this: uh, as a sophomore, have you had other colleges reaching out to you? Well, I can't have them reach out to me though next summer. That's so, what I was thinking. I like you. They but, can't really get to you until you're going into your junior year. I've had a lot of coaches watch me and stuff though, like EKU, yeah. UK, Tennessee, and probably other Morehead State, and probably more that I just haven't noticed. See, right. I wondered about that. I didn't know if the rules were the same like across the board for all sports because yeah. I, I knew that with basketball and football and like baseball they can't really reach out until after your sophomore year so yeah. i didn't know if it was the same for golf or jared coming in with says, stay away from eku he would not hey, to eku yeah stay away jared, from it. They, they have horrible teachers that they produce there so let me ask you that wow that kind of stings yeah, i'm glad you caught it wow do you hear that do you hear that brain he just called me a horrible teacher yeah he gonna set him straight teacher. See, you're not. See? A, you're not a horrible. Teacher. There's a difference in a fun teacher and a good teacher. <laughs> he's a fun. He's a fun and good teacher. <laughs> there we Bam. go. Good. See, brain's got my back. I hear Mark. Go ahead. So let me you ask you. I wanted to ask you. So, what did you win? Like, win in the championship? Do you win like, like maybe money for college? Like, do you? How does that work? Well, I don't even. I don't know anything about the money. I've walked yeah. down, but of course I won the trophy. Yeah, and here's the funny thing: I won 
free Chipotle for a year. Chipotle. Awesome. Yeah, the only bad thing about that, we don't have a Chipotle anywhere close. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, they put that because all these people are coming from these different states, and I'm coming from Harlan County that don't have a Chipotle. Yep. Well, see, your mom and dad gonna have to be taking trips every week. Hey, we gotta go get our Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. Chipotle. So when I when I'm up in Lakeston, you know, at a football game and stuff, you know, we'll just have to stop at Chipotle. That sounds good to me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's no decision making in your all's family anymore for at least uh, 365 days. Uh, where's everybody want to eat? Nah, we go to Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wondered how that worked because I knew with different sponsors there were probably other little gifts in there, you know. And yeah. I, I, I didn't. I mean, I know you Gilmore's can't win like, hey, you win X amount of dollars just because you're not a pro yet. So you can't. Yeah. Especially if you're going on to college, you can't win money that way. So. Yeah. I just wondered how that would, uh, how that played out, and it, so trophy, the trophy, you got it displayed at the house. Did you take it somewhere else? Oh, he's got it right here. Let me just, let me just grab it right here. Let me just hold on. See, I'd have it in my backpack, man. I would have it going with me everywhere. It's beside my bed. That's, That's pretty awesome, cool, man. dude. Yeah, I got it in a kind of a plastic case. That's yeah. cool. Just because, man, we are we're super proud of you. That's just that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to representing Harlan County. Uh, made us proud. Got your own day. Now the only question is, next year is that still your day? Like it's it's just a reoccurring thing. Yeah. You better make that happen. It is my day. Up. So like, hold up now. It's supposed to be I my got, day. I got it year. sitting in my room right here. Good. There you go. Jared, Jared just said, "Put a hockey guy on there." Another Happy Gilmore reference. <laughs> if you remember when he got his trophy, he's like, "Can you put the hockey guy on there for me?" <laughs> no. Brayden, you are kind of young. Have you ever watched Happy Gilmore? Like, do you even know what we're talking I've about? I've watched it about four or five times. Just four or five times. That's pitiful. But, I mean, okay, at least you've watched it. Mark, how many times do you think you've watched, least I've watched it? Oh, gosh, I don't even know. Do you still have the poster up in your school classroom? I do. Okay. Yes, he does. Happy yes, Gilmore, Waterboy, Billy Madison, and Tombstone. Billy Madison. Yeah, Tombstone, that's a great movie. Braden, with that being said, man, thank you so much for joining again. Uh, we do appreciate you taking the time out and coming on here. Congratulations to you. Hopefully uh, you do, I was going to say, go on to UK, but wherever is best for you is where you need to go. And uh, hopefully one day I'll actually watch a pro game and you'll be on there. I've got a buddy that actually records them and watches them later. I'm like, man, that's that's snooze right there, ain't it? Like it's instant nap. But if you're on there, I promise I'll watch as much as I can. <laughs> I appreciate uh, you joining us, buddy. You're welcome. All right, man. Have a good one. Yep. See you, buddy. Well, that awesome is kid, man. cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Even just a little bit, I got spoke spoke with him there. Uh, down to earth. I wasn't very boastful at all. Like, I was hoping that he'd be like, no. man, I won this. You know? He's like, I just I won a trophy, got Chipotle for a year, can't even. And here's it. what he had just won the tournament that week, and I'm not kidding you. I had to DJ up at Lynch Country Club or set up for somebody to DJ the next day, and uh, he was out there on the golf course already again. He, just, really? <laughs> I mean, he he was out there. I said, Are you teaching these old guys out here how to play? He was out there with Rainbow and stuff. And he's like, No, they teaching me. So yeah. I mean, he's been playing That's since he's seven years old. And what's funny is, you know, I, I work up in Cumberland where there's a couple golf courses, and, and his dad's shop is, like, right next to Advance Auto where I work. But, like, 
I'll see him on the golf court, you know, coming through town a little bit with the golf clubs always there. So I'm like, you know, I know where he's going or where he's coming from. Like he's constantly doing something golf related. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's dedicating his early life to something that he loves and so glad that he's passionate about it and being rewarded like this too on and such he, a he, national level too. He puts in the work. That's the thing a lot yeah. of people don't understand nowadays. Like I've seen that quote going around about the lady saying a lot of y'all have uh, like NBA dreams with yeah. like backyard work ethic. And these kids that are doing things like him and like Trent Noah getting these scholarships, they're putting in the work, man. They're, they're going out there and they're grinding and they're, it's not just go to practice, go home. It's go to practice. Then I'm going to work some more on something. It's, right. um, and we almost have this mentality nowadays. Like it's everybody gets a trophy. Everybody does this. And it can't be like that. It's those no. kids that go out there and grind. They need to, I mean, they're the ones that deserve any accolade you can give them. I, I, you know, when I was asking him about the pro that he was paired with, you know, I was like, the one pro that I would want to be paired with, John Daly. Oh, yeah. Man, some of his stuff, the pants he would wear, uh, <laughs> he would talk about drinking a two liter of Coke. Um, so. Jared just says, and it takes about 10,000 times of repetition to make it muscle memory. That's, That's why you see <clears throat> in any sport, you see people putting in work like these great shooters are putting up 300 to 400 shots a day. Mm -hmm. Great golfers. Yeah, real quick. They're putting in a ton of swings a day. I'm going to drop this. As you can see underneath us right now, scrolling, there's the phone number. If you want to call and talk with some Kentucky sports with us and see if we can make this work, call that now. It's, 423-390-0463. And we will try to get you through and be on here with us, and we'll pop you up and have a conversation. We'll see how it works. Hopefully it works out well. But, yeah, with that being said, yeah, the muscle memory and everything that it takes with that, man, like they say for one miss rep, it takes at least 100 good reps to erase that from your memory. So, yeah. He's even got like I think a net in there uh, in, in his dad's office where he can go if he wants to and kind of hit some golf balls and just waste some time, you know, like work on your swing there in the net catches it, you know. So yeah, Jared, you might have to call that number in just to see if we can get this to work through because we're trying a different route, so you don't have to have your screen up. And here's it. here's the funny thing. That's one thing that I, I've never done. I've never played golf on an actual golf course. Never. Really? I've been to well, driving ranges. I've put putted the heck out of things, but I've never actually played on an actual golf course. So really? it's uh, I may have to get Braden to hook me up sometime and laugh at me a little bit. Uh, I just like trying to happy Gilmore the heck out of the ball and see how far I can drive it. So see, we've actually had there was another another kid from Harlan County actually went and played at Pebble Beach in the same tournament with first team that Caleb Ashley. He went. Oh yeah, uh, he went out there and got to play and. Um, he got paired with a pro and he, they, you know, he talked about how fun it was and sent back, you know, he had all kinds of pictures of different people we met. So, I mean, a lot of people in Harlan County doing big things, man. I love it. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, of course, we're going back to Trent Noah, what he's done recently signed with, uh, South Carolina, uh, Braden, what he's done too. Uh, was anybody called in yet? Well, I just got a random call on my phone and I, don't think I should have got that one. So you guys can see the number 423-390-0463.
talk about anything UK, anything about sports, anything you want to talk about. Um, you know, we could we could talk all day about the game last week. I mean, we could uh, jump out fourteen to nothing, and then you get outscored thirty-eight to seven in the rest of the game. Something's just not right there. You know what I mean? Like right. something was just. And you were at home. There's really no excuses you can make. And and I've said it a lot. Uh, I, you know, I've I've even tried to have his back a couple times, but Devin Leary just didn't have a good game. He's not looked good. He'll look great on one play and then absolutely miss horribly on the next. And, and yes, he's had some drop passes. It, and it's not just him. I'm saying the entire offense outside of Ray mm-hmm. Davis, we've just not been efficient. We've not done what we need to do. And, and it's not me saying, hey, they're horrible. I'm just saying we're not being efficient. We're, we're not doing our job right now on offense. And, and a lot of people want to say, yeah, but the defense gave up 38 points. But when you're going three and out or constantly keeping the defense on the field, that's another issue. I'm unable to come to the phone right now. Let's see here. I had a phone call come to my phone. I don't know why it's not going to the computer. But it's Jared trying to call in. Okay, uh, he Jared said he's trying. I don't know why it's coming through to my phone and not the computer because that's what I wanted. Uh, if you'll just call back again and see what we can get going on, I don't know. My wife, it's going to a voicemail every time on me. I don't know why. And he said he's tried twice now. Let's see. Jared is calling something right. Okay, he's calling me here. I'll just answer and do it this way. Hey, Jerry, can you hear us? One. Send a voicemail. That's two. I will accept. Maybe this might be the route to go. Can you hear us, Jared? Yeah. All right. Well, you're on my phone instead of the way that we had it going. So, Mark, can you hear him okay? Uh, it's, it's rough. Actually, it's got, a, it's got about a three to four second lag from the phone to the computer. Three or four second lag. Okay. Yeah. So you probably I need to turn down your device so it because it does the same thing for radio call in shows. So. Uh huh. So let's see here. It's my earbuds, probably. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, you probably got a five second delay. Solid. Five second delay. We got to figure out how to get this going because if I mute that. Okay, Kristen says she can hear you, and I know you're saying a five-second delay. So if you want to, go ahead with whatever you're wanting to talk about, and then we'll kind of go on with there with you, okay? Okay, I mean, I can hear Mark. I'm, I'm guessing Mark can hear me. I can yes. hear you. Okay, so we got that. We're getting this figured out. It's all good. I'm getting bigger. There we go. Actually, you know what I might be able to do? Let me... See if I can do this. Hold up, Jared. You can talk all you want, but I'm going to see if I can do something to get you on here. Okay. So, I'll, I'll make the comments. I'm sure you all might agree with this. But as far as the Kentucky football goes, I, I don't. I, they are their own worst right now. Like, they are beating themselves. They're not, the other teams aren't beating them, they're beating themselves. Yeah, well, actually, I I agree with you on that. Just for the fact, actually, let me take off my headset. That way, my ca- uh, computer will have the volume, and he might be able to hear you then that way too. But uh, yeah, it's the biggest concern with them right now is they're 
it's almost we can't hear you now michael i don't know what you've done um can't hear what you're saying at the moment it's like as soon as you took the earphones out there was some static and couldn't hear you so but i, I will go on with what jared was saying yeah I, I agree with him i think we've been our own worst enemy i feel like yes. penalties say what i can hear you now and i think you jerry can hear you too okay yeah penalties have killed us when you have more penalty yards and you have passing yards something's not right i mean something's got to be fixed and that's what i'm talking about our offense is not being efficient and then we're getting penalties that keep drives alive for the other team as well uh, it's just, we got a lot we got to work on. And I think Stoops knows that. And I think Stoops is frustrated and it's just, I mean, what can you say? You've lost two games. You, I mean, and now you're going, you don't have an easy game left on schedule. You, you're going to have to be ready to play every weekend and you got your rival coming up in two weeks through a bye week. So hopefully we can ride the ship. Jared, I think we lost you here. Nope, nope, I'm nope, good. Good. Okay, good. Is there much of a delay still? Um, from, I think a little bit of a delay, but not bad. Okay. But uh, I don't know if you heard Mark very well, but he's just basically saying that – oh, you heard him? Okay. Yeah, I agree with you because, like, uh, the penalties that we are having are at the most crucial times – and it's almost shooting ourselves right big time in the foot to stop momentum or create momentum more for the other team. Uh, even I go back to the Georgia game, the very like first series, we had like two unsportsman or unsportsmanlike conduct and a holding that hurt us big time. And then uh, we were up 14 nothing on Missouri <laughs> and just had penalty after penalty, it seemed like that at the worst time. So, yeah, I think we're undisciplined, but I think it's not Stoops' fault, like people are going to say. How you feeling that, Jerry? Uh, I don't. I don't believe it's Stoops' fault at all, and it does boil back down to discipline. When you've got more penalty yards than you've got passing yards, yeah, that's a yeah, that's big time problem there. Can you still hear him? Okay, Mark. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Because it's you're, you're going into. I mean, Mizzou. We're not taking anything away from Mizzou. Mizzou is a good team. They they produced a really good team here, but it doesn't get any easier next week with Tennessee. And these kids have the mentality right now, and I, I don't know who's the one that said it, but anytime Kentucky's had a huge blowout, they've never been able to recover. Hmm. So I feel like, you know, that's going to be reaching the kids, and it's kind of going to hopefully it doesn't mess up their mentality of we can still pull out big games. They have the talent. I just discipline and mentality, and they just can't be on the, the field to play for them. I mean, it's it, it advertised. Right. You just start replacing players. Yeah, and maybe that's what it comes to is you start playing some of these younger kids and giving them the opportunity, and if they make the mistakes, you can say freshman mistake, you know, or, well, you know, they're just now getting some reps because I like Leary. I think he's a good quarterback. He makes some great throws, but when he makes the great throws, they're dropped. And when they're not dropped, they're horrible throws. It's not consistent. Now, I think he maybe next year can line it out, but until he maybe has some pressure on him, he may just keep doing this all year. So I would like to see definitely during this bye week, maybe some of these other quarterbacks getting some of these uh, 
first string reps and just making it open to say, hey, we're back to letting people compete for those positions because it's earned. It's not just given to you. And and one thing, I, I made a comment to somebody on Saturday. We were talking about the quarterbacks. I'm like, where's the backup quarterbacks at Kentucky? Because we've not seen them. Even when Leary's throwing uh, a ball five feet beyond a wide-open receiver. And I listen to the radio shows, you know, before the games, and the announcers are talking about, mm-hmm. you know, how, how good practice was. And I'm like, you know what, what if, what if Leary's one of these kids that has, like, test anxiety? Mark knows exactly what I'm talking about. You do great in class, but when you get to the test, you, you just get nervous and you mess up. But you know the material. Right. What if yep. there he is, great in practice, but come game time, he gets weirded out and just it goes everywhere. I mean, it's kind of looking that way, I guess. I mean, of course, we're not at the practice scene, but for him to be able to be the solid front runner uh, during the whole offseason, uh, spring ball, fall ball, and, and still now, He's got to be doing well and during the practice. That's what's crazy. Like, because you don't hear the media or anybody talking about, you know, it's just it's not clicking still in practices. But I did hear that there was a player players only meeting a couple of days ago. So maybe it's kind of coming to a head now. It's like, hey, it's either we line this out or we've yeah. got to line this out. Yeah, they got to do something. You're you're going to the the heart of your right now and you you got a bye week so let the injuries heal get yourself together pick yourself up you know no no this woe is me no no that pity stuff right you got a big game coming in next week now a lot of fans will say it doesn't matter what else you do all season as long as you beat Tennessee and I think if they could get a W from Tennessee I think that might get them turned into the right direction again as sad as it is Tennessee win erases a lot of losses. And, you know, Tennessee is a good team. Like, they're, I think, nationally ranked in the top top 20 at least. I was thinking 16, 15, somewhere in there, so I'm going to at least say top 20. They uh, have so, yeah. They really do. So, if we, could, if we could sneak a win out against Tennessee, who the past two years when we were the favorite, they dog-stomped us. Of course, you know, one year they yep. were getting some McDonald's gar- uh, brown paper bags with money, and then, you know, that was okay after a while now. So, I don't know, man. It would be a big win for us, I think. Uh, of course, every win from here on out is big. But the Tennessee game, I think, to me, because of the rivalry, the Tennessee-Kentucky game is almost more important than the Kentucky-Georgia game for the fact of what fans will say around here. Yes, it is. Beaten. And it will be like Georgia number one. It's Georgia, but it's not Tennessee. We don't share a border with Tennessee. Right. We don't have a bourbon versus whiskey battle with Georgia. Right. So, you know, I, I think that the game against Tennessee is going to be a big one. And and one thing that I, I would really like to see more of, and I, you can tell the coaches have been working with Larry. He actually started running the ball himself last week. He looked good too on one of those plays. I think eighteen yards on one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got uh, called back though, didn't he? Not it, it, it got called back. He he ran for a uh, first down of like thirteen or fourteen yards on third down, and it was a big first down. Like it was going to be a big momentum change, and it got called back for holding. I think. Yeah, all back under this one, <laughs> and if you can't. You can't get these guys to stop doing all these dumb penalties. I, I don't know how many 
holding penalties Kentucky has had so far this season, but we've got to be leading someone in penalties right now, whether it's all of NCAA Division One or SEC at least. Yeah, I say we are probably the top three or five in most penalties. Yeah, and you can't you can't win for the SEC championship or even get there with those kind of problems. Uh-huh. And uh, so the the staff needs to do something with the penalty or with the di- the discipline of these kids. Like, oh, if you keep doing the same stuff over and over again, well, it's no longer a fluke. Like they're just pulled, right? And let somebody else come in. They might not be as good, but at least there's no penalties. That that thirty five yard pass might stay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, I mean that's just. That's my opinion, but I think you're right at it with this team, and I, I do know we're somewhat we're thin on the line a little bit with some of their early injuries that had them out for the year. I think it was Christmas and someone else that transferred uh, were out for the season already. Uh, Burton wasn't a true center. Now they moved him to guard. Now he's out last game as well. So we're getting some younger players at that position or those positions. Some of it is just a lack of being focused and disciplined, I agree. But at some point, it's got to be like, hey, if you can't do it, you can't be on this team or starting. Oh, I'm not uh, going to lie. I get, I get frustrated with Cohen at times. With Cohen? Really? For the simple fact that, man, we score 14 points right away with a majority of rushing the ball right, and short pass points. So I feel like we get ourselves in situations – where we're third and long and we have to pass so many times because we don't run the ball enough at times. I mean, Ray Davis has proven himself. I don't know what else he's got to do. Like he's going to get you some yards and I get that he can't run every play, but sometimes I do get frustrated with our play call. And I'm just like, come on now. Why are we not doing a simple run or something like that right now when we could be? Uh, Because let's just be honest. It's our passing games not look the best. And, you know, I know I've, I've, I've talked about drop passes. I've talked about Leary. But also, you can't really blame the receivers for dropping a pass when the only two out of ten that's coming their way are close. You, they can't get in any kind of rhythm. So it's, it's, it's just – I'm not going to pick one person and say it's your fault. I'm saying the entire offense needs – I'm hoping that player meeting was something about that. Hey, we got to get it together. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ray Davis, you could say it's not his fault. He's been our offense. But uh, I think Cohen, he knows – I don't want to say it's his fault. I can't agree with you on that. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm saying I, I get I frustrated. Frustrated. Because I think he – I just think, you know, he sees the how much they're loading the box in against the run. I mean, there's eight – people in there sometimes and you've got to pass it and Leary is a good quarterback it's but just you also reason. don't have to do deep passes in situations either you got screen passes you got slants you got I mean there's just some I don't know I, I'm not blaming Cohen I'm just saying I get frustrated when we quit giving the ball to Davis I never thought I would hear this but the other day I heard someone say it was on either social media I don't know what it was but it was a video and the guy was talking, he's like, man, I wish we'd throw like a bubble screen or a, a mid middle screen 
Like you don't see that or anything. I'm like, my goodness. Remember when we hated uh, Grand for that? Like that's all we did was the bubble screens. And everyone hated it. And now I had somebody talking about how they want those screens back. You do it for like 30 plays in a row. Right. But uh, you've got to have in your play. Right. And I like a lot of these little trick things that Cohen throws in. I do. I, I do like some of the trick stuff, but I just feel like we shoot ourselves in the foot sometimes. Right. I agree. Uh, first first and 10, you've got to get some yardage. I mean, that's just – I know that kind of is very bland of a statement there, but, like, you've got to get a respectful three yards on that first down or, or a, a good movement, you know. Cause well, I mean, if you're putting you, yourself in third and long situations, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yep, you are. Jared, if you don't care, we'll go ahead and, and, and hang up with you just in case we got someone else trying to call back in. Uh, hopefully we've got it figured out. But again, guys, call that uh 432-390-0423. What'd I say? I'm so dyslexic. Well, you said four three two. Four two three three nine zero zero four six three and call on in and talk with us about some Kentucky sports. Even if you want to talk about what you've seen with the Kentucky Pro Day and basketball. Big Z was there. He is on campus. He is ready to play uh, Big Blue Madness, if maybe one of you all went to it, how it was there, and so on with that. Uh, we'll try to take maybe one or two, and we'll get on out with it. Because we are coming up on our hour, but if we've got another caller in the next little bit, we'll go ahead. If not, we'll give it a few minutes. We'll keep talking, and we'll call it a show because we don't want to be over – too far over an hour for sure. But next time, Mark, I guess we'll just have to use the phone instead of what we thought we could because once we got it connected there, it wasn't much of a delay, so that worked out well. Uh, did you watch any of Big Blue Madness, Mark? I did not get to watch any of Big Blue Madness. I was DJing. Um, I don't, where was I last week? I don't even remember where I was DJing. I DJ every weekend. I don't, I don't remember where I was last weekend, but I was watching – where was I last week? I'm losing my mind. Oh, I was at Cumberland Falls uh, State Park uh, doing. Uh, I played music for an AA convention there. Uh, Adam Larkin, a great guy from Get Apparel, he's uh, doing a great job with all that. And just uh, they do a fellowship at the falls. Uh, really grew to about 300 people this year. But I was watching the UK Missouri game while I was playing music and stuff. So I didn't get to really watch Big Blue Madness. Um, the service was kind of spotty too, so it was in and out. Didn't really get to a strong connection, so I wasn't even going to try to watch Big Blue Madness. Right. Um, but I, I heard I heard some people talking about it, saying it was a little bit faster than what it's been in years past. Oh yeah. It seemed like it just got over a lot quicker, and it wasn't as much of a wasn't as much of a hoopla as it used to be. Right. Hmm. That's so interesting. I, I don't know. I didn't get to see anything about it. We were actually uh, in a hotel up in. Uh, Winchester, no, yeah, Winchester, Manchester, Manchester, maybe I don't know, one of them places up there. Manchester's uh, Clay County. Winchester would be up close to Lexington. Okay, Winchester then, because uh, our kids were running in the state cross country in Paris, Kentucky, the next day. I was so excited to get into the hotel <coughs> and turning it on because I'm like, hey, Big Blue Madness has to be on a TV channel up here since we're very close to Lexington. Couldn't find it anywhere. Go figure that. I was so let down and discouraged on that. But I did go back and look at all the highlights on it uh, from driving to Lexington. A lot of 
picking up a lot of students. I can tell you that a lot of them are not big fans of the basketball team right now. Oh, that's it makes me wonder why. I wonder what's going on with that. Why would yeah? Uh, hmm. But what I got to see of it, you know, the girls three point contest, boys three point contest, dunk contest was pretty interesting. Of uh, because of Calipari, they're not liking the basketball team because of him. I will say this. I don't know what's going on as far as with the students and, and that close into Lexington, but Calipari to me has been very, very active on social media the past this past year. I don't know if he's trying to put some band-aids over some cuts that he's got going on up there and uh, fix some, some voids going on or what, but I have appreciated it. He actually just re- released on his Instagram. I say release like he's – recording artist here, but uh, had a video where he actually was interviewing Zavladimir. Ooh, I said that right. And it was very, uh, it was nice just to see the one-on-one with him. He seems like a really good kid. Uh, they talked about how smart of uh, he was with his grades. They were kind of worried, you know, why is he not wanting to go into the international basketball and play in the NBA next year with that route, but he wanted to go to college. And he said, you know, his family and himself are, are big on education. They wanted to come here for college, and he wanted to be coached by Calipari. So we'll see how Vladimir uh, fits in and how quickly it'll take him to come in. you got to sit there and think on it first. Please but, say uh, it like that every time. Vladimir. It's the way Vladimir. you do it. You have to think about it and make sure you say it right. Well, I want to say Vladimir because it's got the V, but there's also <laughs> that Z at first. So I'm like Zvla, Zvladimir, I think it is. But anyways. I tell you, I'm uh, glad to see somebody like I'm glad a family's pushing him for the education aspect of it because sports mm-hmm. are great. Let's be honest, but you got to have something to fall back on. You got to have a degree of some sort to fall back. And I'm not saying you got to have a degree to make money. I'm just saying a trade, something that you enjoy. And if you get an education, you get a degree in something, it opens things up for you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, even like, uh, Gerard and Jacob Smith from the Corbin Redhounds that came on with us the, pa- uh, the past two weeks uh, consecutive. They talked about how they want to do real estate, you know, like that's their vision yeah. already. If you're just com- committed to comp- completely basketball, something happens, you're hurt. Like, you know, th- they've got a vision going on. And it sounds like he's got his head on right with that. So that is good. But one thing, even uh, Seth Greenberg, he was at UK's uh, Pro Day the two days later after Big Blue Madness, I think it was. And they were talking hop. You know, of course, they're going to come out and say how great Kentucky basketball is. We're uh, preseason ranked 16, first time since Calipari's been there that we've been out of the top 15. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm glad we're ranked lower. I am Instead too. Of putting we're up always- like five and putting like, make us earn it. Yeah, because Kentucky, we have so much uh, time that we have to come together to where we actually learn each other. I mean, we've got like six freshmen and two transfer portals, and now we've got an international player that's just there now. Like, it's going to take a while. But one thing that they kept talking about, which is going to be tough, is they're pretty much going to have to coach two different teams because we don't have 21 feet in three players on that team right now. We've got three seven-footers that are out. And they're talking about how you're going to be coaching one team to be playing small ball, basically, and then when you get your other players back, you're, you've are you got a big team that now you can coach. Uh, Jared's got a comment coming in here. They haven't proved in the past two years or a few years uh, that they're worthy of high-ranking, one-and-done, has killed Kentucky. But, you know, Jared, I know everyone still holds on to that one-and-done I don't feel like in the past two or three years we've been 
technically one and done. Because I don't agree with that statement. I don't think one and done is what's killed UK. I believe what's really hurt is the disparity in college basketball now. There's just a lot of talent, and well, even the one I can talk about this for a while, but we don't have time. So right. But, like, you know, one and dones to me are freshmen in and out, you know, one season out. But we're getting yeah. a lot of transfer portals. We're getting a lot of uh, senior graduates that come or graduate uh, eligible players, you know. So that's why I don't really feel like we're one and dones. And we've had a few seasons in the past future where we've had two or three year uh, comeback players. So I honestly feel like college basketball has been spread open so much more to where the smaller schools can be dominant when they do have four-year seniors that have played together the whole time. Now, that's why I say one and done, and then it's kind of the same thing because these guys are coming in for a year, but they've played in college basketball for a while. It's just we don't have that uh, chemistry put together as much. As a – I used to be a Kentucky basketball fan. I miss players like Nazi and Shepard. And, of course, Tony Dell was my that. favorite. Yeah. And, and you do get that bond with them. And, I, and that's why I think even the transfer portal is sometimes gets hard because you spend two months trying to learn who's wearing what number. And you knew coming in, Jeff Shepard was 15. Of course, that's why Reed's wearing it. You knew Tony Delk was double zero. Uh, Wayne Turner was five. You know, you, you knew who those players were. And I miss that. But Calipari is a player first. Uh, they come in. He wants them to get uh, as good as they can and and get on. But, guys, we are over an hour here. We could talk about this for days, really. So let's go ahead and, and pump the brakes on this episode. We've got next Maybe week. talk about that in the next one. Bring up. And maybe dedicate more of a time to that. And maybe we can work this phone call a little bit better and promote it a little bit since we – think we can get it to work out. We just may have to do some more uh, work, some more kinks out on this, but guys, until next time, we thank you all so much for joining in. Thank you, Braden Castellari for coming in on our show. And of course, congratulations to your, your very short career already of what you've accomplished. I can't wait to see what you do uh, as you continue to grow up, go on to college plan and even uh, hopefully professional as well. Uh, Mark. Where can they find you at? Find me on Instagram at Big Daddy Lawson. Also on Xbox at Big Daddy Lawson. On X at M Lawson fifteen, and on Facebook at Mark Lawson. Mark Lawson. Uh, you can find us as Cat Chat Pod on Linktree right there, and of course that's Linktree slash Cat Chat Pod, and you can find all of our social media links to those. Just makes it easier. It's one place you can find all the links. Uh, go su- subscribe to us on YouTube, please. We also are on, on podcasts, the Google Pod, Apple Pod, Spotify, and something else. I can't remember, Bobby, what you asked me to put out there, but it's on there now. And we do appreciate all the likes, subscribes, the notification bar. Hit that bell and make it tell you when we're live as well. You can find me, MDLawson00, on all social media platforms on that as well. With that being said, I'm excited to do our outro for you guys. I hope you all enjoy it. Eddie Creech. Real quick, before we we go, though, we did not do a player of the week this week. I just wanted to let you know. So we do still want to give a shout-out to Jason Hill for sponsoring us for that, uh, the concrete solid. What was it again? 
SNL concrete solid player of the week. Yeah. It was it was it was it's a hard tough to pick one. one after loss. I'm sorry, it really is. If I was gonna go with one, it would have been Maxwell Harrison again because he did get that other another interception. I mean, he's right. looking good back there, DB, but that's about the only thing looking good at the moment. So we, we did not pick a SNL concrete solid player of the week, but we do want to give a shout out to Jason Hill and thank you for sponsoring us with that. And yep. um He's been doing concrete for over 20 years experience, serving the southeastern part of Kentucky and parts of Tennessee and West Western Virginia. So, guys, with that being said, as we always sign off on this show, love God, love others, and love Kentucky sports. God bless. <laughs>